This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 634, Four Key Issues for New Parents and How to Solve Them, by April Eldemeyer of Gottman.com. Hello, everybody. I am Greg Audino, and welcome back to the show that is all about your relationships, good, bad, and getting better if we're doing our jobs right. I narrate a selection of relationship articles to you each weekday, just like an audiobook. You can also find me hosting the Optimal Living Advice show here in the old universe. It's our newest show styled as an advice column, where in each episode I personally answer, uh, not narrate, questions sent in by viewers about various struggles of life. As for here, parenting posts are usually scheduled towards the end of the week, which we are at. And if you're a new parent or you know someone who is, listen up, because this episode will show you what to do during the difficult times that lie ahead, of which there's never any shortage. So. Let's hear it and start optimizing your life. Four Key Issues for New Parents and How to Solve Them by April Eldemeyer of Gottman.com We all know that having a new baby presents unique challenges, and research shows that couples are more likely to feel dissatisfied with their relationship after a child is born. As much as expecting parents plan and prepare, there is still so much to learn about raising a child while keeping their relationship with their partner intact. In fact, according to research by the Gottman Institute, 67% of couples had become very unhappy with each other during the first three years of their baby's life. Only 33% remained content. As with any life transition, challenges are inevitable. It's natural to disagree with your partner on issues around parenting, finances, household chores, and marital expectations, but as overwhelming as that sounds, it is possible to reach a solution that everyone is happy with. Different Parenting Styles Differences in parenting styles are a growing cause of concern in marriage, and issues can arise between couples even before they bring their new baby home if there is no established sense of unity and connectedness in place. Perhaps your partner is in favor of sticking to a strict parenting routine, while you prefer to be more lax. Maybe you disagree on how to hold or change the baby. Whatever the issue, it can become a source of tension in your relationship, particularly if the problem is brought up repeatedly with an inability to see eye to eye. Learning how to handle stress and conflict effectively in order to understand each other more clearly and reach compromise is essential. For example, Through empathetic listening, you might realize that your partner wants to develop a routine so that everyone sleeps better. Once you understand their views and needs, you could compromise by creating a schedule that works for both of you. Communicating effectively is key, so be sure to schedule some time to discuss parenting. Incorporate a daily stress-reducing conversation and a weekly State of the Union meeting. Even just 10 minutes a day of quality FaceTime can drastically increase a couple's friendship and intimacy. When you and your partner disagree on parenting styles, it's a sign that you both feel strongly about what's best for the baby, which is not at all a bad thing, and couples counseling can help you focus on these positive intentions. Changes in Intimacy Research shows that fewer than 20% of couples return to sexual activity in the first month after childbirth, and many couples can face problems with physical exhaustion, low drive, and the competing demands of their new baby when they do decide to start having sex again. New moms struggle with hormonal shifts, body changes, recovering from childbirth, and issues like postpartum depression, 
that can significantly reduce their desire for after birth. While intimacy is an important part of sustaining healthy relationships, it's really important to create a situation that both partners feel comfortable with. Start by discussing your expectations for physical touch, affection, and openly and honestly, with the understanding that you might both be coming from very different places, eagerly trying to bridge the gap. Practice a judgment-free zone without becoming defensive, and try not to take denied requests for and intimacy personally. Determine how best to say yes and how best to say no, so that you both feel understood and respected. Your partner trusts you enough to be vulnerable and wants a positive life, and it is a crucial time to respect that trust and vulnerability. And if you feel that you or your partner might take sexual rejection personally, talk about ways to indicate that you're not feeling up to it, that you both understand, and that won't be hurtful to either of you. Fair distribution of chores. It's easy for chores to pile up after a baby is born, and finding the right balance can be tricky especially after both partners have life demands to deal with, like returning to work, running errands, trying to exercise, seeing family members, especially those who haven't yet met the baby, trying to find a few moments of personal downtime, and of course, taking care of the new baby. To help with the increased workload of caring for a child on top of everyday chores, a weekly planning discussion between you and your partner is imperative to coordinate schedules, share co-parenting duties, and keep the house clean and tidy for the baby. During this discussion, you might decide that if your partner cooks dinner, you'll do the dishes. Or if you complete a job you really despise, like emptying the diaper bin, your partner will do it next time, and you'll take turns. Arguing about chores might seem minor, but disagreements can quickly escalate to become major sticking points so it's best to tend to them on a weekly basis. Voicing your concerns and complaints early on in a respectful, non-blaming way will keep negativity at bay and will allow you to effectively resolve your issues together. Financial Disagreements Most people know that raising a child is expensive. According to a report from the USDA, it will cost a middle-income family $233,610 to raise a child born in 2015 through to the age of 17. That's some serious money, and the spending starts the moment you find out that you're pregnant. This can put a lot of strain on your relationship, particularly if one partner is a big spender while the other prefers to save and be frugal. Try sitting down together to create a financial plan for the year. This should include budgets for groceries, clothes, bills, utilities, medical care, prescriptions, and other essentials, as well as plans for college savings, family vacations, and larger purchases. Try to check in and discuss your finances at the same time each month in order to stay on top of things and make adjustments as needed. Financial planning is a skill that will serve you well for the rest of your relationship. If you can address each of these issues as part of an overall parenting plan, then you can reduce the amount of stress you and your partner will experience while adapting to the life of being new parents. The two of you are a team, and while raising a child is a big challenge, you have each other's backs. Stick to the plans you've made, and remember that despite the pressures of parenting, your relationship can still be a wellspring of trust, love, and devotion. You just listened to the post titled, Four Key Issues for New Parents and How to Solve Them by April Eldemeyer of Gottman.com.
It's hard not to talk about weddings when reading parenting articles. Assuming the parents are behaving themselves and waiting until marriage before they have children, of course. <clears throat> so, when it comes to weddings, obviously, suit and tuxedo rentals can be one of the biggest sources of frustration. Your guy says he'll see to it while you secretly keep your fingers crossed and hope that the groom and the groomsmen get their outfits sorted out on time. If you're worried that your attention to detail makes you look like a bridezilla, Generation Tux is on your side. Their free home try-on program for grooms comes with free round-trip shipping and free swatches. How do you like that? Everything arrives on the doorstep of all the party members a whole two weeks before the wedding. On-demand fit consultations allow you to take care of any fit issues long before the 11th hour. The more the merrier is how it goes with Generation Tux. Five paid members get you a free suit or tuxedo rental, and you can even keep your suit or tux when seven members are checking out. When the event's over, just place everything back in the box and use your prepaid label to drop off at UPS. So don't leave it to chance. Save time, save money, and save your sanity by checking out www.generationtux.com slash ORD. That's right. Use promo code ORD for 10% off the entire groom's party attire and relax knowing that it's taken care of. Yes, sir. It is nice knowing that things are taken care of. And the article of April's that we read today really helps parents do that. Yes, there was a lot of talk about planning and discussing things that usually happen organically, but things have to change when a child comes into a couple's life to some degree. If some spontaneity needs to be sacrificed for the better relationship between you and your child and you and your partner, you've got to roll with the punches and change with the times, which I think April has definitely shed some light on uh, how to do it gracefully. So, Thank you so much for that, April. We're going to get you out of here, though. Plenty of V-Day planning for everyone to do, I'm sure. Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow on the big day, the day that makes our podcast possible, where your optimal life awaits. <laughs>